I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 11 on the Merry Biz podcast with us. Welcome to Merry Biz. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. super excited to be back on the Merry Biz podcast today talking about the Merrymaker sisters and our journey so far. We've had some epic interviews so far, haven't we, Em? Oh my gosh, the, the most amazing people have come on our show and we're just so super stoked to be able to interview them and to share their amazing stories with you all. Yeah, but I think one of the things we're really passionate about is sharing our own story because so often, you know, we we find ourselves in these conversations where people are asking us questions and they're wanting to know like how we did this and how we did that and how we make money and everything like that. And when we start talking about it, it makes us so excited and you know, even if there's that little tiny little tiny glimmer of inspiration in their eyes, I think that just makes us even more excited about doing what we do. So today we want to get into some juicy parts of the Merrymaker Sisters because one of the emails we get every single week, at least once a week, is how do you make money? And do you girls do this full time? Well, the answer is yes, we do do it full time. We are very blessed and very stoked that we get to do this as a full time thing. And yeah, how do we make money? It's a really interesting topic and we want to get into it. We want to share everything about this. Yeah, I guess um, with any business, when you're just starting up and especially in the online world, it's super, super important to know that you need to have multiple income streams. Yeah. So to not put everything in one basket and like you could be making a really small amount of money from one particular income stream, but then added to 10 other income streams, you have like this multiple six figure income. Yeah, exactly. So let's like go back to, you know, the very beginning, because you probably know our story. We both used to work in government jobs. And when we began the Merry Make Sisters, we still had that, those full-time jobs. So it was sort of a side gig thing. And the first thing we ever did make money from was a sponsored post working with a local boot camp. Now, sponsorship came really easy to us because we had a background in public relations and communication and sponsorship and things like that. Um, and I think that's what another big lesson is when you're first starting out, like what comes easy and naturally to you? What do you actually really enjoy doing? I loved writing sponsorship proposals. So I was like, hey, we could do this. Like we could put this in Merrymakers. And that was the first thing we ever made money on. And that was $100 for mm. a blog post, which is great. It was so, so super exciting. So we continue to do that in the early days. Yeah, I mean, let's get into, you know, where we are today with all our income streams because it's definitely changed from when we first started. Yeah, so 
We still work with lots of aligned brands. We actually have a partnership manager who does, who manages that for us, which is an amazing thing. Beforehand, we were managing all of that and we kind of couldn't fit in sponsorship as much as we would have liked to when we um, were focusing on our other stuff. Yeah, and because we also, we knew the potential of sponsorship and working with brands, but we found, you know, we were more passionate about other things and our other income streams yeah like yeah so another one of our um, main income streams is our ebooks and again this was our second income stream that we introduced into the merrymaker sisters was six months into our journey and we launched our first ebook it was called let's eat paleo yeah um looking back on it like like i when anyone talks about it i'm like oh gosh like those photos i took them in the dark with a flash and we've learned so much from that um and then from our first ebook we launched another five ebooks smaller ebooks and like they went crazy everybody loved them and then just last year we self-published our own hard copy book yeah and the reason we brought that product into the Merrymaker Sisters was because people had been asking for it so we're really big believers in listening to what your audience is asking for or listening to those little bits of feedback that you might be receiving you know on Facebook comments emails Instagram comments anything like that we take all of that on board and we make sure that we kind of you know implement some of that stuff into our strategy if we want to do it yeah of course and I mean the book has been really successful we've sold over 5,000 copies including the ebook and the hard copy and I mean it was a really hard project and we learned so much but we're so glad we did it because it's opened up the door to so many opportunities which we'll share with you later this year yeah and I think we're probably going to do um, a podcast episode just on the book because it was such an epic deal. Yeah, an <laughs> yes. epic project. There's so many lessons that we learned that we want to make sure and mistakes <laughs> that we would make sure we want to make sure you guys don't make. So another one of our income streams that we've introduced just at the end of last year was our Make Life Merry Challenge. So we went to an event last August and we heard um, a great speaker, Jada Selna, actually, who we're going to have on the podcast soon, talk about challenges. And we were so intrigued by this, like everybody joining in a community together and having a similar goal and yeah. going on a similar journey. Yeah. And I guess we'd also heard about it at another conference earlier last year. And someone just said to us, hey, have you girls ever thought about doing a challenge or like Facebook groups? Oh, yeah. Um, and we just like sort of brushed it off. But then Jada talked about it at the Pro Blogger Conference and we're like, hmm, this is something to look into. And we literally like got home after that conference. Carla put together a landing page. Actually, she learned how to create a landing page using Optimize Press, amazing um, plugin for WordPress. Literally has saved us thousands of dollars yeah. in designing of landing pages. Yeah. I mean, like, if you look back at the first landing page I made, it was shocking compared to what we are at now. And I just know that I'm going to continue to get better. And I think that's such a big lesson. Like, just put out what you can, and then every day you're going to get better at it. Yeah. But the challenge was not only like, amazing to bring our community community together but it was also amazing for us to actually get more connected to the people who were in our community Mm -hmm. I mean like even through Instagram through Facebook it's still like there's a connection but it didn't really have that personal feel whereas you know in our Facebook groups we are Carla and Emma we're not the Merrymaker sisters and it just was like this amazing level of connection that um meant so much to us and we could see that what we were putting out there was actually helping people and that's like our goal to help people 
Yeah, it was just, I think we just really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think it, and other, and we saw other people enjoying it. So we were like, oh, this is working. Like, let's run another one. So, um, we ended up running another challenge just in January. Um, and it went really well again. And we were, we were pumped about it. We had scheduled out the rest of our year and we were like, we'll do two more challenges. We'll do one in May and we'll do one in October. Um, but then we were like, actually, that doesn't feel right. We don't really want to, keep doing this like four week thing where we're like so close with these people for four weeks and then nothing yeah and it, and also like the whole launch process if you have an online business or you have products that you do launches with it's like really tiring and it definitely takes it out of you and also like the ongoing email launches that you know you kind of get this weird icky feeling because mm-hmm. it's like you're co- constantly in people's inboxes and we just thought you know what like what if we turn our challenge which we love into something more ongoing, like a membership or a community that is all year round. Yeah, and again, this this conversation had been happen has been happening since last April when we first heard about recurring income um, at Tropical Think Tank. And we're like, what the hell is recurring income? We have no idea about this. We actually had a lot of those moments at that event, I think. Um, and it's been popping up like so much, and especially in the last two months, we've just been having the same conversation, and so. Me and Emma, like we sat down and we were like, okay, is there any way that we can turn Make Life Merry, keep that same energy, keep that same amazing content and put it together in this, you know, yearly sort of membership thing, really exclusive, um, where we get to, again, still connect with our audience. And it actually kind of just fitted quite perfectly into it. We didn't have to change much from the challenge except making it not so full on. Yeah, so instead of like, you know, having this really high peak for a month and then nothing, it's just like a lower sort of like merrymaker touch all year round Mm. um, where we can just like bring this into our community. Yeah, which is is better anyway for um, for people who are taking part because – you know, a four-week thing, it's kind of like that fad. Like you do it for four weeks and then it's done and then you go back to your old habits. Whereas Merrymaker Club is going to be like this ongoing thing where we can all share our wins, we can share our struggles, we can all help each other and things like that. So we're pumped about that because it's yes. a brand new thing that, we've, um, that we're just about to launch. So we're so, 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 so excited. So what have we discussed so far? We've got working with brands. We've got our e-books and, and our, our hard, hard copy, copy book, book, which we have, um, we'll probably have another two coming out this year we have our challenge that we ran which is now turned into our recurring income with merrymaker club you guys will hear more about that i'm sure soon so there are six main income streams at the moment but we're forever looking at where we can you know maybe open up another income stream or maybe we could try something new because we're all for trying new things Um, and again listening to to our audience and what they love and what they don't love so one thing that we really noticed over Christmas time was that everybody was sharing photos of products yeah of merry everything and we were like oh we wish we had some merry maker plates or some tea towels cutlery whatever it might be t-shirts yeah exactly so now we're looking at creating a merry maker product line and like we have a few ideas and we're talking to a few different companies and organizations for collaborations mm-hmm. or we're also investigating if we're going to do it ourselves We've got exciting ideas around like, fitness apparel also stationery and jewelry and you know we're not going to do all at once because that's just silly because you never know what will happen but we're going to like put it out there start you know making it happen and see what feels right because I know a lot of our interview episodes people talk about using you know following their instincts and following their intuition and 
it hasn't been like that all the time with us, but it's been something we try to do with our business. And we really look, you know, for signs or like feelings. If it feels right, okay, go towards that. Mm -hmm. If it feels scary, we ask ourselves, okay, is it scary because it's just the unknown and we're a little bit scared? Or is it like this yuck feeling where we're just like, this does not feel right? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the time when we do have, you know, those moments where it's yuck, this doesn't feel right. One of us would have felt it and we just didn't voice it. We didn't say, oh, like, I don't want to do that because we'd come so far already. Mm. Um, I think that's a really, really important lesson is that, you know, if it does get to that point, it's okay to not complete what you said you were going to complete out in the big wide world because it's your choice and you can do whatever you want. I mean, I'm not saying do this with like things that you said you were going to do because I'm all for that you do what you say you're going to do. But if it's like a project and it's this big investment, then, you know, actually listen to that intuition. Definitely. Totally. Yeah. So I think the biggest kind of takeaway probably from this episode yeah is to simply take action and you know even if you're not ready just try it test it out see what happens Mm. because you never know what something could turn into I mean we didn't know how to make an ebook no but we googled it and we we met with a designer and he never made an ebook but you know what we ended up making an ebook and it did really well we didn't know how to self-publish a book but we did it we worked it out and we got there. We yeah. didn't know how to make a landing page, but we did it. So that's kind of it's, – that's been such a big recurring part of our journey is that we had absolutely no idea and Emma just said, why don't we Google it? Yeah. For everything. <laughs> I think I say that for everything. I say that at least three times a day. It's pretty funny. Carla will ask me a question. I'll be like, Carla, Google it. She'll be like, have you Googled it yet? And I'll be like, oh, actually, no, I forgot. <laughs> Google is our best friend. But also even like when we quit our jobs, like we were not ready at all. Not ready by the even closest amount yeah. ready. Like, oh, my gosh. Actually, we didn't even – I know, I know. I'm, I think we should because it's a ve- it's quite a funny story when um we kind of well we've hit that point where we were just like God we can't stay in these desk jobs any longer like we're going to go insane if we can't. I think I'd already gone insane. Yeah. I lost it. I was unhappy, depressed. It was it was hor- It was a horrible time. Yeah. Um, but we had we saw that, like the light was Mary Maker Sisters because we knew deep down that like we were going to make it work. And when we heard the words, what you focus on grows, that was kind of the tipping point. We were like, oh my gosh, what you focus on grows. It was the tipping point in our mindset anyway. Definitely wasn't the tipping point in our income stream. No, definitely not. So M actually did some minor calculations. Yeah, so I just like threw together this table in a Word document. <laughs> and like, I mean, we weren't making barely any money, but I just thought, you know what, if we get X amount of sponsor posts, if we get X amount of this each month and whatever else it was, or sold this many ebooks each month, you know, we'd be making a decent income where we could just quit our jobs and then focus all our energy on increasing that income. It didn't make any sense at all, really, because we didn't, we hadn't even been doing it, but we just knew that we owed it to ourselves. We owed it to the world to just follow our you know, instincts. We knew it was going to work because if it wasn't going to work when we were going a certain direction, we'd change it up, we'd pivot and we'd go another direction. Yeah. And it kind of got to the point where it was like, you know what? I think I would prefer to work in a cafe than this desk job. So if that was the worst that could happen, well, it's not that bad. And it was at that point where we flipped it around and said, well, what's the best that could happen? Mm, exactly. What? Imagine if we quit our jobs and, you know, we got into this groove, we got into this flow, we started to create more stuff and people actually loved it. And that's what happened. 
And it's truly amazing that, you know, we can now control what we put out there, that we, if we have an idea, the idea is possible. Anything is possible in this, I don't know, we're, I just think we're so lucky and blessed to live in this time Yeah, that anything that you set your mind to, you can achieve because someone else has probably done it. You could Google it and someone will give you the steps on how to create it or you create a new way and you be the leader in that space. Like it's so, such an exciting time. I know. I like thinking back, like I think like compared to back in the day when brick and mortar businesses, I think now is the best time to start a business. And I know like we get caught up in like the stability thing and the security Mm. of a nine to five job. But really, like, what is security? Like, I don't even think a job is secure because literally, like, who knows, a business could go bust and then you lose your job. Or the government could cut funding. Like, you never actually have any stability in anything that you do. In fact, you probably have more stability in building your own business because you can kind of, you're like, oh, actually, I don't have enough money. I'm going to put more energy here in something that is making money and make more money in that space. And I think like the balance or like, you know, looking at your happiness and your health and your joy levels, like, isn't that what life is all about? Not security, not being stuck at a desk job for not to nine to five, missing out on, you know, those amazing times of your friends and your family and just being happy. Totally. So Merrymakers, it has been such a joy chatting to you today about income streams, one of our most favorite topics, I must say. And like, if you have any questions, queries, definitely hit us up in the comments on our blog post. Definitely do that because we love those and we love getting back to them. Plus it might inspire another podcast episode and we'll mention you in it. Yes. And also it, you know, someone else might've had the exact same question. So instead of like emailing us, you can write in the comments and it will help someone else. Totally. Well, we can't wait to chat to you again very soon, probably in about four episodes time. Yes. And also definitely let us know what topic you'd like us to talk about because we want to please you because we love you. You're the best. for tuning in to this episode of Merry Biz. We love sharing our journey, but if you loved this episode, we would be so grateful if you left us a five-star rating on iTunes because that helps us rank better in our categories so more people can find us and more people can get their Merry Biz on. Woohoo! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.